0: Hey, listeners, this is Brett Hespel of the Porter Pridecast. Just wanted to thank you for joining the show, but we also want to make sure you follow along. So here's uh, our other host, Adam DeCare. We'll talk about where you can follow us.
1: Yeah, again, uh, thanks for, for logging in, Let's, giving us a listen. Uh, make sure to follow us on all your social media needs on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us at Porter Pridecast for both. So give us a like. Give us a retweet, spread the word, tell all your friends, tell all your followers, like both those accounts, and keep on coming back. And you can get the show. You can
0: get our podcast wherever you find your podcasts. And you can also check out Porter Pridecast TV on YouTube. Just search Porter Pridecast on both, and you'll be able to come up with them. Um, So make sure you uh, uh, subscribe to both of those channels so you can get all the episodes when they come out.
1: Don't forget to, uh, to leave us those reviews, preferably five stars, and keep, uh, keep spreading the word. Go Porters. Go Porters.
0: Hello, hello, yeah, Lockport. Welcome to the Porter Pridecast, episode number 14. I'm Brett of Lockport High School, joined by Adam DeCare, also Lockport High School, and you are in the place where you get analysis on all things Lockport High School that you do not get anywhere else. What's going on, you care?
1: Not much. Good to be back to our, our normal schedule here, Start to, to preview some great things because there's a lot of good things going on here at Lockport. Got some, some championships to talk about, so I'm, uh, I'm excited here to go on 14. Yeah. Uh, I've, uh, the, the podcast has blown up so
0: much that I've been forced into my basement. To avoid all of the fans that are standing outside of my house looking to get I can't,
1: on. I can't even teach without being interrupted. I got I got students coming and barging into my classroom. This is true. You did have two students yesterday, in fact, barge into your
0: classroom saying they want to be on episode 15. That's where we're at now. Um, I don't know how they've learned about this, but so you're right. We do have a lot of championships, though. It's it's fall championship season. That's right. Big focus of today's episode. So that's fun. And then uh, otherwise, you know, we're kind of getting – we were off our routine for a couple of weeks, back at it here. And uh, then uh, after this, it's to be determined because our fall seasons will wind up and we're still waiting to hear word about what what events are going to take place over the winter months. However – since we are the number one rated podcast in the Lockport Township High School 205 di- uh, listening area on, on all things Porters, we will have content for you because there are always great things going on. So we are blowing away the competition. Blowing away the competition. It's, in fact, it's like a shutout. I mean, it's the equivalent of a shutout in sports. Is really what it is. It's almost like we're the only ones doing it. That's how it feels. I mean, it's, we're so dominant. So, sorry for everybody else who's out there trying to get a piece of the action, but uh, you got to go up against this behemoth. So, hey, back on a regular schedule to care. You know what that means. That's
1: right. Time for five things we like. Yep. So, a lot of good things, to uh, like we said, to talk about here. So, we'll get right into it. So, the first thing we like, we, we alluded to a lot of championships. So, starting off, you know, fall championship time here. Uh, we got girls tennis just won sectionals. You know, we got some, uh, some individual success as well as some double success, which uh, we'll get to talk to you know, some of the uh, the girls here in a little bit. But great job, girls tennis winning sectionals.
0: Yeah, the, uh, the, the tennis dynasty at Lockport continues. It's like a rite of passage. Fall season ends, girls win sectionals. It's like ho-hum, ho-hum. I give Coach Champlin a hard time about this. Um, But, yeah, it's great. We're going to have three of them on, three champions on at one time. Three champions, two households. They'll be here in just a little bit. What else could you – what else? Serena Williams, you missed your chance to come compete. She had an open invite. There was an open invitational. Can't say we didn't invite her. (laughs) Cannot say we didn't invite her. So, that's good. So, number two. Second thing we like. Speaking of champions, Will Kylie, boys cross country, SWSC Blue Division cross country champion on our home course last weekend, ran a great time of fourteen minutes thirty-two seconds. Uh, beat all the kids in the conference, including the other side of the conference. Um, he ran great. He's had a great season. He was on earlier as a guest was episode eight. Episode 8, yep. Magic man. So Magic. if you want to go back and check that out, you can go check out uh, Will Kiley on
1: Episode 8 and hear his interview. But uh, congratulations to him. That's the second thing we like. Yeah, awesome job, Will. You know, had him on talking about the pre-conference, and then you know, he brought it home with, uh, with conference at the end. So, you know, sticking with cross-country uh, and another former Pridecast guest, uh, you know, on Episode 10, we had Kayla Shea, who uh, you know, had a PR earlier in the season. She took home the Southwest <clears throat> Suburban Blue Division champion uh, and not just individual success, the uh, Coach Cronholm's girls took home the Blue Division team championship. So uh, double up there for girls cross country. Great job to our self-proclaimed number one Pridecast fan, Coach Cronholm. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she is. She's still she's still waiting her first for her first invite. One day, coach Cronholm, one day. It's, it's going to happen. But, but Kayla, great job by Kayla again. She's been on fire. What that well, what episode was that again that she was on? 9? Episode ten? 10. 10. Episode 10. Go check out episode 10 if you want to hear Kayla. Uh, but speaking of another dynasty, Girls Cross Country, just rolling along ever since like coach Slaughter back in the I don't know, late 80s, early 90s. We did something in the spring, episode, I don't even remember, three or four. You can go back and check out uh, our top ten highlights from last season, last school year rather. We did Girls Cross Country, and we talked about 23 out of 26 years or something like that. They made it downstate, so they're rolling along. So good job, Girls Cross Country. And then our fourth thing we like popped up on my Twitter feed this morning. Girls swimming in preparation for their sectional competition coming up, because their season's winding down as well, had a tea party on the pool deck. That's right. Yes, hold your pinkies up. So maybe we have to get on Coach Frickaluck and ask him what this is all about, because I'm not really sure, but it looked fun. Uh, And uh, girls swimming, bottom line, postseason, sectional coming up here. Very soon. Do we know when this is De Is this in your week, week ahead coming up? Am I stealing your thunder?
1: Yeah, I guess you're still my thunder. To, uh, but yeah, there's a possibility there may be sectionals this Saturday. Oh, okay. So well, I'm not going to confirm that. I will confirm that at the end of the show. You guys stay tuned all the right, way to the end. And then uh, speaking of the end, the fifth and final thing that we like, you know, with all these Good segue. competition, <laughs> yeah, I've learned from the best yeah. um, with all these, you know, championships and, and end of the season here, you know, going on, uh, I got to give a shout out to coach Dwyer, Mike Dwyer, athletic director in the athletic department, you know, so Matt Eber and Ann Hayes for doing a great job um, making these possible and hosting some of these events here at uh, Lockport and our great facilities, you know, so last week we hosted girls sectionals, which we won uh, the following day or the same day. Uh, we hosted girls, or excuse me, boys cross country um, conference, which uh, which Will won the following morning. Uh, was girls cross country, which we won and Kayla won. Um, and we'll be hosting sectionals for uh, girls swimming this Saturday. So, shout out to Coach Dwyer. He is the hostess with the MOSIS, as we say. Way to, uh, way to, Get the home field advantage and uh, rack up all these championships. Great job, Coach. Yeah, good other to Dwyer. Another former podcast guest, episode six. That's true. That's that is true. He was
0: episode six. You're right. Um, but I mean, in a in a year where it seems like everything is going away, kudos to our athletic office, led by Mike Dwyer, for giving kids as many opportunities as they can. He's hosted, I feel like, every cross-country meet in Illinois this year. I'm pretty sure he feels the same way. And then <laughs> multiple tennis matches have been on our week ahead, and I feel like they've all been at Lockport as well. So, you know, good job by him, keeping everybody safe, but still giving kids the opportunity. So thank you to our athletic office staff.
1: You know, I, it just dawned on me. I'm starting to realize we had uh, Coach Kanane on, and he talked about the Canane effect. With state championships, I'm starting to notice a pattern here of a possible pridecast effect. Ah. Uh, being on the show, being highlighted, winning championships. So, all you uh, future athletes, if you want to win something, you know, get your applications in to, uh, to be on the pridecast.
0: Clearly, the the biggest reason why these these kids have been successful is their appearances on the pridecast. Lillerson yeah. Involved, Will Kylie cross country? Kayla Shea cross country?
1: yeah definitely. You have talent, you have hard work, but the uh, the sleeper factor there is is the podcast.
0: you need every advantage these days with the way people prepare. you need every advantage these days to care. So those are the five things we like. Um, I guess a, a bonus, sixth thing we like 5b I don't know we'll call it number six. Randy Whalen, our wonderful Lockport local reporter, still writing articles he did one on girls tennis it's up on the lths.org website under athletics you can read all about the tennis sectional and some other things that are there go check that out check out
1: randy's work one day we're going to have to have him on yep he's the 100th follower on twitter it was promised by the uh, by the podcast he'd get an appearance so it's coming it's that's going to be right? a long that's going to be a long episode <laughs> yeah we uh, we got to prepare for that that might Randy be a, likes a to three. talk it might be a three parter He has lots to share,
0: too, so Uh, looking forward to that one day, Randy. I know you're out there watching. Um, Yeah, so there's our five things we like. And on that note, we are going to switch gears, and we are going to get in touch with our three tennis champions. We'll be right back with the tennis team. We are back with some special guests this week from our girls' tennis team. Girls' tennis sectional champions. care. you mentioned that earlier. In the mm-hmm. opening segment, and here we go. We got three sectional champions right here—the first three-person championship panel we've had in PrideCast history. Groundbreaking moment, to care.
1: I feel a little intimidated with all the greatness in this in the Zoom meeting here. I feel like there's champions all over the place. There are, in fact. So. Um, real quick
0: introductions, okay? So we've got Camilla Kalinowska, who was our individual singles sectional champion. Hi, Camilla. Hi. And then we have our doubles champions teammates here, Martina and Heather, who are our doubles champions for the sectional. Martina, Heather, how you guys doing? Good. <laughs> so this is great. DeKera, why don't you fill us in a little bit on their... Sectional accomplishments here, and then we'll fire away with some questions. Learn about how to be a champion today.
1: That's right. That's right. Take uh, take notes at home. Um, first of all, you know, uh, congratulations on on all your success, you know, individually and and as a team. Uh, you know, and thanks for coming on. So just to give a little kind of uh, history here of of all the success with the the girls' program, you know, because where our research department here at the podcast is is top notch. Yeah, um, this was the. Little fun fact here: the fourth straight time the top two LTHS doubles faced off against each other for the sectional championship. So a little Porter versus Porter action there. We'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about that uh, when we get to our questions. Um, it's also the fourth straight Class 2A sectional as a team. So great uh, great job, Coach Champlin and and the ladies. Fourth straight, eleventh in past in the past 15, 12th since 2003 and 13th overall, so you talk about a, a, a dynasty, you know, Coach Hespel alluded to earlier in the opening segment, uh, just dominant if in the, uh, the 21st century here, yes. and, uh, you know, a little little fun fact there, uh, Camilla was our, as Coach Hespel mentioned, the individual champion, uh, but also last year, if I'm correct, you won the doubles championship with uh, the now graduated uh, Natalie Barth, so uh, you know, going from two. Who says two is better than one? Went from two to uh, to one. Got a uh, success by yourself. So, lot of a uh, lot of positives there with the uh, with the tennis program. You know, but you know, again, congratulations on all your finished success here. So we'll start off. You know, we'll give the uh, the senior her props. So we'll start off with uh, Camilla, Why don't you talk a little bit about that transition from competing in doubles last year to now competing? You know, individually as a single in the, uh, for the first time in the, the postseason?
2: It was definitely different not having someone with you on the court, but it's just something I'm more used to because in the offseason, I play more singles. So it was definitely, like, more of a transition into doubles, getting used to having someone else with you and making sure that you're, like, talking and communicating and not just being out there on your own and having it all up to you so, like, every mistake's, your, like, your fault. So it was – it was definitely – it's definitely a different experience playing singles, but I'm definitely more comfortable out there being on my own than with another partner to make you
1: sure. You don't have anyone to blame your mistakes on, you know, as a, yeah. as a partner. On yourself. All the problems we have on the podcast, I just I just blame on, uh, on Coach Hesful. So <laughs> you know, we were sure. by ourselves.
0: <laughs> you got no one uh, to blame but your own. Camilla, before we move on to the other two, um, so, you know you – know, Competing in the sectional there, is it like, do you feel nervous? Did you expect to, to win? Like, what are your thoughts that are going through your head when you're out there? And, and maybe also, fill people in on how many matches did you actually have to play at the sectional in order to win?
2: So in order to win, um, so since I was the one seed, I had a bye first round. So then I had to play three matches to get into the final and then win that fourth match to be the champion. Um, but no, I, I pretty much expected to, I was expected to win. Like I expected myself to win because I don't, I don't know. I don't want to say that I'm like the better one out of all the girls that were there, but showing from my scores, I definitely was the better player out there. So yeah.
0: (laughs) You're the one seed. You don't have to, nothing to apologize
1: for, (laughs) (laughs) nothing to apologize for. Yeah, well, if you don't want to say it, we will. You were uh, you were the best player out there. So there you yeah. go.
2: Thank you.
1: And then uh, uh, you know, go ahead little, uh no, just a little little background, Heather. Uh, you know, I heard you had a great freshman AP human geography teacher by the way. Um, but uh, you know, that's not important here. You you uh you didn't start playing tennis until last year, correct?
3: Right. Last year was my first year playing.
1: Wow. Nice, quick, nice, quick turnaround. Picked up, picked it up quickly. Is that is, so that, my, un, is that unusual, yeah. Heather,
0: for people to? like, do most people are most people playing for longer? Or?
3: Yeah, I think a lot of people like if they don't play from like when they're like they're little, like four or five, then like you usually start at, like the beginning of high school, so like freshman year. But I didn't play my freshman year and i made jv my sophomore year like never never playing before so that was pretty cool to go from one doubles on jv to two doubles on varsity with martina and then to say now i'm a sectional champ so like it's definitely a dream come true where i never pictured myself here
1: yeah it's awesome okay what were you about to say Uh, i was just uh you know that's obviously great, and you you know you got next year to uh, to defend the, the title now. You know so you mentioned uh, most people coming as freshmen. Speaking of freshmen, uh, Martina, why don't you talk to us a little bit about what it was like to uh, to be a sectional champion your first year in uh, in high school?
4: Uh, well, it's definitely unexpected, I think, because I wasn't expecting to win actually, because <laughs> um, we started the season out as third doubles. So like moving to second doubles, then like all right, we're going to sectionals. But I didn't expect to win against our one doubles. I
0: didn't. So let's talk about that for a second, Martinez. So, and Heather, you can jump in too here since you guys played together. So you guys were started the season out as the number three doubles team at Lockport, correct?
4: Yeah.
0: And two teams participate in the sectional.
4: Yeah. From each school. Oh, yeah.
3: First and second doubles. Okay.
0: So then you entered the sectional. Do you know what seed you guys were when you entered the sectional as a doubles team? We're the fifth seed. Fifth seed. Okay. So you went from the third doubles team at Lockport just to, you know, at the beginning of the season, didn't even expect to even, you know, necessarily be on the sectional roster. Then you make the sectional team over the course of the year. And then you enter the sectional as the fifth seed and win it as the fifth seed, which included playing our number one doubles team in the championship match, correct? Yeah. So let's talk about that a little bit. First of all, guys, both of you just share, like, what was that like, that process like going, you know, throughout the season? And then um, what was the rivalry like playing another team from our school in the sectional championship round?
4: Well, okay. Um playing the champ playing our teammates in the championship, uh we always, like we literally played them all throughout the week before sectionals as practice. We'd always lose to them. And then sectional championship rolls around, then we win. So it's like
0: <laughs> We call that a crazy hustle. Crazy. We Hustle them. <laughs> it's wild. You're holding back during the week, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: Um, Definitely, like, before we were watching, like, other teams play, and we were kind of just, like, sitting there, like, kind of, like, chilling. And then um, we didn't – like, we were just, like, we we're going to just, like, go out there and, like, have fun and play them. But, like, we weren't, like, expecting to win. We were just, like, going to – our goal was to make it close. Like, once sure. we got out there, like, we got the, like, adrenaline going. We we're like, we can do this. Like, and then we ended up, like, doing really good like, better than we thought, and then we ended up winning.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's awesome. So I gotta know, was there was there any trash talking between uh you know between the two porters here against each other?
4: Uh, no, I don't think so. Just at the beginning of the match, um Emilia and Patricia they said that you're going down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and they probably thought you were because they had beaten you all week, right? Yeah. Um uh, speaking of trash talk, so Camilla and Martina, do you guys play each other in tennis? Like just you know. How does this work as sisters? Do you guys like compete against each other?
2: Yeah, but I always win, so (laughs) for (laughs) getting off of her.
0: For now. For now, Martina. For now.
2: I don't know. I don't know.
0: Um Camilla, do you have plans after high school here? What are you gonna do?
2: Um, I'm trying to yeah, I'm trying to definitely play Titus in college, going for some D two schools. I was just actually um at University of Illinois Springfield yesterday. Checking them out pretty awesome.
0: good game. <laughs> so you do want to play tennis in college then yes that's great, great Your, good for definitely you. It really doesn't end
2: here at high school. I
0: want to hear yeah. good for you, good for you. to you care what else you got from
1: No, it was just you know obviously with uh with everything going on this school year, and you know it was awesome that that you guys had an opportunity to compete. I know uh, you guys all would have qualified for state, you know but you know unfortunately they didn't have uh, not having state this year um but you know, it's it's gotta be nice to finish your season on top as uh, as sectional champs. You know, and Camille, you could uh take that momentum into whatever opportunity you get. And, you know, our, our doubles champions here, you get a chance to uh to defend your crown uh you know and continue that s- success next year. So, you know, awesome history, you know, looking up those those stats, you know, it's pretty uh pretty impressive. So, you know, great job and uh shout out to uh to coach Champlin for for a great program he's got going there. Yeah, let's talk about Coach Champlin for a second before we let you guys go. What,
0: um, you know, thoughts on him as a coach and the program? I mean, this you know, success has been there for a while. Um, You know, just talk about his influence on the program and uh, how things are set up and, you know, what he does well as a coach, any of you.
2: Me? Okay. (laughs) No. Um, definitely something that he does do well is he makes sure that the girls are like practicing in the off season and not just like just playing during um a season. And even if they're not playing the whole year, he does this little like camp thing um during the summer to make sure that they are starting to get back into the groove of it. So I like that that he's making sure that the girls are playing and they're not just doing it during the season. Um he's definitely also um uh What's the word he's making sure that like during practice, it's not lazy and we're doing our stuff and we're keeping active. So that's definitely what I did enjoy about the season that it was just a lot of good hitting.
0: Yeah. There's probably a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of people out there playing in all the different yeah. courts at practice. So it's probably easy for people to kind of like hide mm-hmm. in different pockets and not really push themselves. So it's good to hear that, you know, he's moving around, getting them going. Martina Heather thoughts on coach Champlin.
4: Uh, well, I, I one thing that I could say he does well is that he always, like, during practices, we're always, like, focusing on things that we can work on instead of, like, things that we're already good at.
0: Sure. Sure.
3: I could say that Coach Champlin des- definitely has, like, a positive attitude and, like, he wants you to, like, get better, but he also wants you to push yourself to get, like, that much better.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good. So it's always better when you do it yourself. A um, last thing here before we let you guys go, because I know you got to get to class here in a little bit. Uh, Martina actually has to get to my class in a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. Like, uh, speaking of great AP human geography teachers, um, COVID 19, how has it impacted the tennis season other than canceling state? Obviously, that's a big one. Uh, I guess, Camilla, you could talk about that because you, play, you played in the state tournament last year, correct? Yep. And then just other thoughts on how it has affected the season. So whoever wants to go first.
2: So it definitely like affected the season uh, by who we were able to play. We were all separated by districts and we could only play what was in the district, which is a big bummer because a lot of the more like farther away schools are the ones with some of the better players. There was definitely more competition out there that we weren't able to be a part of and also sucked for spectators because we usually can have our parents like on the courts, but now they had to stay outside of the courts. That kind of sucked.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
4: I know they had to like cancel a bunch of like big tournaments. Yeah. We, we
2: didn't have listen as many of the weekend tournaments as we usually do.
0: Speaking of that, DeCare De- and I have been joking around all fall cuz we do like the the week ahead at the end like what's upcoming. And it's always like DeCare's like, "Well, we have like six tennis matches on the schedule. And then the next week we're like, hey, four of those ended up getting canceled. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, listen, girls, uh, I just want to thank you guys for coming on. Congratulations on being successful. Uh, Heather, Martina, congratulations on, you know, upsetting four teams, I guess, in the sectional and uh, um, even your own expectations. That's great. Good work for you guys. Camilla, congratulations on another – what would have been another state appearance for you and the individual sectional championship. And best of luck to you as you move on. Uh, Hopefully tennis works out well for you. And, you know, one day we can bring you back on as Wimbledon champ. (laughs) You know, you just got to – don't forget about the little people. Like when, when you make it big, you know it all started here, it all <laughs> yeah. started here yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so uh do care any other thoughts? no, just again, congratulations go. uh and uh you know continued uh best wishes as you move forward and uh you know looking forward to next season as well defending that uh that championship yeah, great job, girls, thanks a lot for coming on, and uh we'll uh we'll talk to you all soon, okay
4: yep all right uh.
0: Well, there you have it. Three champions. That was fun. They did a great job. Really good, really good responses there. Um, You can clearly tell they're successful because they're just mature, solid young ladies. You can clearly tell that. Um, I have no doubt that Camilla is going to go on and do great things in college. Just from that little interview right there, she was, you know, not bashful at all and uh, clearly confident, which is great. This is, that's, you know, going to bode well for her, so that's good.
1: Yeah, we also everyone loves a good uh, Cinderella story and rooting for the underdog. So it was pretty cool that they started off as you know the third doubles team for uh, for Lockport, and then went in as the uh, the fifth seed, and then you know beat their expectations, and uh, you know that's uh, that's awesome. You know, especially they lost all week to the one seed. You know, Lockport versus Lockport, so that's uh, that's pretty cool to uh, for them to finish that off. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like you – I'm sure you see it too in, in
0: football, and every, I'm sure every sport is the same way. We're getting close to the start of basketball season, and I know there. I mean, only five kids can start, but it doesn't mean that the five kids who start are going to be the five kids who start all year. It doesn't mean that the five kids you start are necessarily going to be the best five players. Seasons are long, and, you know, you can have highlights throughout the year, and so, you know, if you're out there – getting ready for something, just keep sticking with it, you know, and, and good things happen to people who just keep putting that work in and remaining confident. So yeah, good point. Uh, speaking of coming up time for the week ahead in Porter nation, That's and right. we are going to get, we are going to get our L town leaders into this segment next week. It's been a little funky with the start uh, return to hybrid. So we're working on a schedule with those four, Again, that was uh, Abby Popovitz, Julia Fouts, Riley Pfeiffer, and Brendan Spratt. They're going to be joining us one each week moving forward here. So, Decay, this is it. Your last chance, your last go-around at the week ahead. So I know you're going to be emotional. Hope you have the Kleenex box sitting near the desk so that way you can uh, wipe those tears. But we're
1: here to support you, and um, we're going to help you get through this little segment here. Well uh you know I I've, I've been through this once. I thought the last uh the last time we did this preview that was my last I I was ready to hand over the reins but uh you know so I got through it that time I I think I'll be able to get through it through it this time but I know No you're- it's
0: it's interesting. We in my house last night we just watched Toy Story 4 for the 7 millionth time or whatever. At the very end, I know you've seen this, the very end Woody is on top of the little carousel with Bo Peep and all his friends, Buzz Lightyear and the gang, are driving away in the RV. It's like this, emo- you know. The song is going, and we should have background music for this right here.
1: Well, I don't. It's emotional. I haven't seen that, but now you just ruined the ending for me. So I guess. Uh, I what guess you I- have kids? Why haven't you watched Toy Story? First? I haven't it's seen never- the. I haven't seen the entire thing, Jackson Decare. Uh, he- I apologize that your father is depriving you of these he seen it. No. moments. The kids, the kids have seen it. Uh, I've I've seen bits and pieces. I had not seen the end, and, and now I guess I don't need to because uh, you know I don't know if I could handle that emotional scene with Woody. So, thank you, for, uh, thank you for ruining it for me. <laughs> Get into the week ahead. Let's go. It's ridiculous. <laughs> this has now become a Toy Story podcast. Um, yeah, so we're Pixar. We are- if
0: you want, if
1: you want to sponsor the
0: segment, feel free to you know give us a call. We'll make it happen. <laughs> Next yeah, so, thing, Pixar feature, we could, we could drop the, the trailer right here.
1: Still looking for those sponsorships. So if you're out there, Pixar, we're, uh, we're ready. But, uh, yeah, we kind of alluded to fall seasons wrapping up here. So, you know, we've talked about conference. We've talked about, you know, sectionals with tennis. Uh, we got uh, some more competitions this weekend. Uh, Saturday, like we mentioned in the uh, five things we'd like, we will be hosting the IHSA sectionals for girls swimming. You know, so, again, shout out to our athletic department, Coach Dwyer, for, uh, for hosting another competition, and, uh, and good luck to Coach. When's that? Ladies. Saturday. Saturday. Tea party time. Tea party. Pinkies up. we uh, got girls. Uh, go get them. Uh, and then with uh, cross country, you know, we highlighted the, uh, the two conference champions and then the girls being the team champions. They will both be uh, competing this Saturday at Manuka, for regionals, you know, and, and I got some detailed information here from uh, from Coach Cronholm. She was begging. She was hoping to invite her on. Yes, but not only uh, not only did she tell me where it was and when it was, but I've got down to the minute flight information, 9 o'clock, girls flight number one, five, six, and seven runners. 9.30, flight number two, runners three and four. And 10 o'clock, sharp. Flight number three, one and two. We're not done. The boys, ten forty. Flight one, same, five, six, seven. Flight two is eleven ten, runners three and four, and flight three is eleven forty with runners one and two. So good luck, Coach Razzo. Good luck, Coach Cronholm. Keep it going. That's at the nook. The nook. Nick Lundeen, I know
0: you're probably. Listening to this, not really. He's the coach at Manuka. I might, you might see me there, Coach Lundy. I want a VIP seat, so I'm coming. I think we'll see. I will not be there, so you don't, you can save a VIP. You don't plan. even know who Coach Lundin, You don't even know who Adam DeCare is. That's okay. You don't need to. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Good luck, guys and girls. They got a couple good teams there. Manuka's is really good. Boys and girls are really good. Yorkville state powerhouse in cross country. Um, Plainfield South boys are solid all time and Plainfield North boys are good. So there's some good competition there and they can move on to the sectional meet after that. So hopefully they do well. Absolutely. You got anything else for us? Nope. Just uh, go Porters. <laughs> you just don't want to, you, you just want to get, you want to pull a aid off quick so you can move on. Get it over with. Last one. I'm done. Yeah. He's going to – folks, he's going to turn this off, and he's going to go sob in the corner for a little bit until his class starts here in about 15 minutes. I got to get my composure. Please keep Adam in your thoughts today. It could be a rough rough afternoon for him. It's been a good run. He's going to go home and watch Toy Story 4, and he's just going to fast forward to the end to see how it compares. I know he's going (laughs) to do that. So – yeah, that's uh that's our week ahead. And uh looking forward for more stuff. Don't forget to follow along, guys. Twitter, Instagram, Porter Pridecast. You can see all the great stuff that's dropped. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts, we are on Spotify. Our listening platforms have been booming lately. Booming. Through the roof. Through the roof. We got students who are I was I told one of my classes yesterday, I was like, I forget how this even came up. But I was like, yeah, I've got a podcast. And they were like, what? I was like, yeah, go, you can go look it up. And they were like, where can I look it up? And I said, well, you can look it up on Apple podcasts. And they were like, well, I deleted that from my phone. Sorry, Apple. And then they were like, I have Spotify though. I was like, good for you. You can find it on Spotify. And so the girl pulls it up. She's like, what you're on Spotify?" And I was like her hero. So <laughs> go check it out. Subscribe. Leave us a review, five-star review. Help help spread the word on everything great that's happening at Lockport. Also on YouTube, Porter Podcast TV. You can look it up there if you want to watch. If you're a glutton for punishment and you want to watch while you listen to us, you can go there too. But uh, yeah, follow along. Uh, we'd love to we'd love to get you hooked into what's going on at Lockport. So there you are, episode 14 in the books. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Once again, this is the only place you get this kind of analysis on all things Lockport-Porters because, Decare, no one talks Porters like we talk Porters. There it is. All right, we'll see you guys. Go
1: Porters. Go Porters.